Good morning, Com Church. This is your brother once again, Nathan Kabea. Uh, and uh, it's really a pleasure and it's an honor, you know, to stand before you and to share a word of encouragement uh, that will bless you uh, as well as me. Um, and uh, I just really also would like to uh, give honor to whom honor is due, our Lord and Jesus Christ, who has, you know, given us the opportunity to even share this word. And uh, today I really want to speak about um, a really topic that is has blessed me, and it's really to talk about the presence of God, um, how the presence of God is very important um, in our in our everyday life. You know, we can't live without God. We can't survive without the presence of God. It's something that we really, really need in this time. And uh, we're just going to have a look in the Word of God and just to see um, this, um, you know, this, uh, this method of you know, God's people having an experience with the presence of God and how that presence of God really shaped their lives. So I'm going to read from Joshua 3, uh, and I'm going to read from verse 5. Okay, so Joshua told the people, consecrate yourself, for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. Joshua said to the priests, take up the Ark of the Covenant, and pass on ahead of the people. So they took it up and went ahead of them. And the Lord said to Joshua, Today I will begin to exalt you in the eyes of all Israel, so that they may know that I am with you as I am with Joseph. Tell the priests who carry the Ark of the Covenant, When you reach the edge of the Jordan's waters, go and stand in the river. Joshua said to the Israel, Come here and listen to the words of the Lord your God. This is how you will know that the living God is among you and that he will certainly drive out before you the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hivites, and the Perizzites, the Gagoshites, the Amorites, and the Jebusites. See the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of all the earth will go into the Jordan ahead of you. Amen. So here we can see that... Um, the people of Israel, they have been um, in the wilderness for 40 years. Uh, Moses had just obviously gone to be with the Lord. And now we see that Joshua is the new leader and he's ready to take um, the people of God into the promised land. But before going to the promised land, they had to go through um, the Jordan River. And I really feel that this is something that is quite similar to where we are right now. We've gone through, obviously, uh, a, a, a challenging time uh, with obviously this COVID-19 and this pandemic that we went through. Uh, but we now go into a transition where we actually go into another uh, level in another direction. And I really, really uh, want to put the emphasis that the presence of God matters. And what we can see from the scripture is that uh, the Ark of the Covenant basically was a sign of you know, the presence of God and how important the presence of God was. And when you read through that chapter 3, um, you can see that the Ark of the Covenant is literally mentioned throughout the chapter. And it just really emphasizes that it was the presence of God that was really, really, really important for the children of Israelites to follow in order for them to actually go um, to the Promised Land and cross the Jordan River. Um, so, it's very important for us to make sure that the presence of God is our priority, that it's what we focus on, uh, because it's literally the presence of God that will enable us to actually go through 
uh, our Jordan River and to actually get to the promised land, the, the, the land where everything is well, where we are able to, you know, to get back into our normal life. And um, what I would also would like to, 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 to share as well is how do we actually, you know, uh, enter into the presence of God or how, how as children of God, how we can have access into the presence of God. Amen. And my first point is basically from Leviticus 9, verse 4. And it says, Fire came out of the presence of the Lord and consumed the burnt offering and the, f- and the fat portions on the altar. And when all the people saw it, they shouted for joy and fell face down. And what I can see from that passage is that to actually have access into the presence of God, there must be a sacrifice. And I know that some of you have plans during the day and, you know, you, you've got things that you need to do or you need to work. Some of you are working from home or some of you have responsibility uh, with your children. Uh, but I really would like to encourage you that um, in order for us to have access into the presence of God, we, there needs to be a sacrifice, a sacrifice of time. There's things that we need to give up our own agenda and to really lay aside um, you know, time and make time to spend time with the Heavenly Father, you know. Um, it's important that we give give up certain things. Sometimes it could be like giving up Netflix, you know. I know some people, they love watching Netflix. I know I do love watching Netflix, but, you know, sometimes Netflix can get in the way of our relationship with God and, and it's very important for us to sometimes sacrifice and, you know, put that aside and make time with God, which is very important because that's what we really need in order to go through these challenges that we actually face in. Uh, Number two, uh, it's thanksgiving. The Bible says in Psalms 100 verse 4, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. That the way to get into the presence of God is by giving thanks, you know, thanking God for what he has done. In your life, you know, we are living in dark times at the moment, but you know what? God is still being good. And God is not just good in the good times. God is also good in the bad times as well. And it's it's very easy for us to find ourselves in a place where we're murmuring, where we're complaining why this has happened to us, why this, why that, why this, why that. But what God really wants us to to, to do is to really be people of God who can give thanks at all moments. The Bible says that I will bless the Lord at all time and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. So when you're giving thanks unto God, you thank him because, you know what? The situation that we are actually in, it could have been a lot worse. But you can thank God that, you know, even though you may have lost your job, you still got roof over your head. You still got sanity. You know, you're, some people, they lose their job but then all of a sudden they go through depression they lose their minds and you know their their life has gone horribly wrong but you can thank god that even though despite of your financial difficulties despite that you may have lost a loved one you thank god that you have life that you have peace and this peace can only be found in our lord jesus christ Thank him for the small things that 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 he that he's provided for the you know that you, you've got food in your fridge you've got um, clothes that you you can wear you've got shoes you've got a car that you can you know drive and and, and go to 
to a place, you know, it's very important that we find ourselves in a place when we can give thanks to our Lord and Savior because, you know what, this situation could have been a lot worse, but God is still faithful and God remains God regardless of the circumstances and the situation that we are facing. So it's very, very important, church, that we have this attitude of thanksgiving before God. You know, I love when I spend time with God um, when I wake up in the morning and I just really give him thanks for, give, for giving me another day. And sometimes we, we take, you know, simple things for granted. And it's very, very important that as children of God, that we give thanks unto God, that we thank him for the things that he has done and that he continues to do. And also thank him, not just for what he's done, but thank him because of who he is. He is your father. He is your God. He is your Jehovah Jireh. He is your provider. He is your peace. You know, your peace is worth more than, 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 than money, than, than success in the world. Your peace is so valuable. And you can thank God because you have peace. Amen. Thank God for the things that he has done. In Jesus' name. Second, uh, my third point, sorry. Um, love will actually help us to enter into the presence of God. I can read from 1 John chapter 3 to 18, verse 19. Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and truth. This is how we know that we belong to the truth and how we set our hearts at rest in his presence. That when we begin to love, love God, when we begin to love on our brothers and sisters, when we show love to our community, this is where we are able to, to, to be at rest in his presence. And come church, I really would like to encourage you that this is a season where we can, you know, give the love of God and send out the love of God to our community, those who are not saved, those who may not know Jesus. Or sometimes it could be those who know Jesus, but yet they're alone and, you know, they, they, they are going through a difficult situation, a difficult time, and it's very important for us to, to show our love. And love, the best way, you know, you show love to people is, you know, by giving. It doesn't necessarily have to be financially given, but it, it can also be, you know, giving, give them a phone call, give them a message of encouragement, give them a message of love. Just tell them, you know what, um, despite of the circumstance that you're going through, I will be with you no matter what you're going through. And it's very important for us to now begin to give, give and give. That when you give, unto God and unto people, God will always give you back a thousand more that you've sowed. And I really would like to encourage you, church, that this is the opportunity to share the love of God, even to the world, even to the world, that the world may see Christ in you, which is very important. Amen. And now I'm just going to move into uh, my next point. Why do we need the presence of God? Well, Psalms 16, 11 says, You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. And when we find ourselves in the presence of God, we're able to, um, you know, find the answers to our, our problems, you know. And in this season that we're going through, it's very important that we find ourselves in the presence of God so that we uh, are able to find direction, you know. There's a lot of... Um, you know, questions that we have and, you know, there's a lot of problems. But when we get in the presence of God, we really 
can hear from God, hear God clearly. And I think that's what makes the difference. All these great men in the Bible, they did not do great things because, you know, they heard the word and things like that, but they actually applied what they heard of God in church. We really need to make sure that we listen to what God is saying to us. But the only way that we can listen to what God is saying to us is by really spending time with the Father, spending time in his presence, because when we are with him, God will begin to speak to us. God will begin to direct us and lead us. And the answers that you've been praying for, the, you know, the solution that you're looking for is in his presence. And I also love this part as well in that, in that scripture which says, with eternal pleasures at your right hand, that when you are in the presence of God, there is pleasure. And, you, you know, there is no pleasure that can compare to the pleasure that you have when you are in the presence of God. And I really encourage you, church, that being in the presence of God is not something that you have to do, but it's something that we all need to do in order for us to, you know, find pleasure in God and to be satisfied. Amen. And my last point, which I would like to, to share, is really um, when it comes to the presence of God, it's the only way that us human beings, we can actually function. You know, when you look at the example of a fish, a fish can only function when he's in the water. You can see a, a, a bird can only function when he's in the air. And that's the same thing with us as Christians, as children of God. We can only function properly when we are in the presence of God. And it's very important, church, that we find ourselves in the presence of God and that you know, we, we, take, we take aside the things that can sort of distract us and that our eyes and our focus may be on our Lord Jesus Christ. I really thank you for listening to my message. It's been, you know, a pleasure. And I really, really would like to encourage you, church, that this is a moment where we need to spend time in the presence of God like never before. And sometimes we limit God. Sometimes we think that it's only in church that we can experience the presence of God when actually... We can experience the presence of God everywhere, 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 whether it's in your car, whether you're in a supermarket, whether, you know, you're, you're at home, in the living room or in the kitchen. It's, we can experience the presence of God everywhere. And church, we really, really need to make sure that we give time for God. Give time for God. Not just giving time for church, which is great, don't get me wrong, but really take time for God because it is your your fellowship with God that will sustain you through this difficult time. Thank you very much for listening, church, and God bless you.